What is happening with lumber and wood? Prices are going through the roof. What is going on? Supply chain? Workers? How long is this going to last? Let's talk about it on this episode of the Renovation Rundown. My name is Sean Thompson. I'm one of the nation's leading experts on home loans with built-in renovation financing. And this is the Renovation Rundown. So lumber prices are going through the roof. Man, this is crazy what we're seeing. So it's unprecedented prices for benchmark 2x4 western spruce. Actually, softwood or soft lumber as they call it. Um, measured by 1,000 board feet. 1,000 board feet is the way they measure that. Here, take a look at this chart here. All right. Um, this chart was, if you look back in May 1st of 2020, you know, it was $316.29, which today... Uh, uh, looking at this chart, it is $1,601, $1,601. That is a huge spike. So what's causing the problem? Well, a couple things. Home buying and home building and the rush to catch up with with demand on, on, on uh, the 4 million homes in the hole. Remember my last show? Um, that's part of it. But the supply chain seems to be um, seems to be breaking a little bit or was broken back when things needed to be shut down okay so this was a little while ago and i'm going to show you a chart on that that's pretty crazy too yet during the sort of height of the stay at home sort of covid thing um people were still doing projects there was a lot of do-it-yourself projects going on even though there was a shutdown in the supply chain right you know so think about that demand kept up yet the supply chain was completely broken for wood and lumber and i'm going to break out how we get it and where the break in the supply chain is and there might be some culprits here. This may not be as big of a supply chain issue as much as it is, um, I don't want to, I'm not going to bury the lead as much as it is gouging, right? So there's low mill output. You know, I, I kind of studied how many mills we have in the United States versus the ones that are actually doing the business. You'll be surprised to learn about that. Um, low workforce participation. Now we're seeing this across industries, right? Not just in the lumber industry, but you know, it's kind of hard to get workers back in the saddle, you know, when I don't want to be one of these people parroting the same thing over and over again, but when they're being paid to stay home, right? You know, so th there's there's low workforce participation in trucking, sawmills, and the actual logging um, of the trees, which, by the way, there is no, back, no backlog of the logging of the trees. So the logging and shipping to the mills, that's still okay. All right, so where's the breakdown? We're going to go through that a little bit too. Um, uh, some stock speculation is fueling the continued rise in prices too. There is a speculation that, that, that the prices of, of lumber will continue to rise, all right, and that's actually helping it continue to rise if, if, you, if you know how that works. You know, so how does this relate to your renovation project and what's going on, you know, with the projects that you're doing? I really want to, I really want to show you kind of what's happening here and what you can do to, to sort of freeze wood prices if you can do anything at all, you know, in moving on getting that rental project done. So take a look at the next slide here. This is a North American capacity utilization. Um, we, get, we do get a lot of our wood from Canada. 
If you look at a red line here, you know, Canada in May, uh, April, May of 2020, you know, was down to 55 percent, you know, uh, uh, capacity. They generally run at 95 percent. All right. So think about all the wood that 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 didn't make it to the supply chain, you know, because of that stoppage. And the same thing sort of happened, maybe not, you know, as bad of a uh, to the to as bad of a degree in December of 2020. And that was quite recently. Right. So, you know, um, also U.S. not operating um, their 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 mills not operating at, at peak supply, you know, also, you know, but Canada running at 95 percent and then uh, and then not returning to that yet. That's a major problem. Right. So although the production low, the log supply is still pretty good and the mills have all the raw materials they need, you know, but th there's, th and, and as I mentioned before, there's no backlog, you know, of, uh, from forestry, you know, uh, to the mill itself. So take a look at this though. I mean, I just want you to see how the, the, the U.S. lumber supply chain works, right? You know, there's the forestry of it. There's the, 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 the cutting down of the trees and turning them into logs and bringing the logs and shipping the logs to the sawmills, right? And then there's the actual sawmills, and there's an interesting story there on that. Um, and then there's shipping and trucking so that the wood ultimately makes it to the retailer. Let's, let's say Lowe's or Home Depot or your lumber yard, right? So the, what I'm finding out is the lumber yards and the shipping and trucking industries and the forestry industries, they're not really, they're not really benefiting from the high cost. Who is though? Who is? So um, you'll see kind of where this goes, right? So the U.S. sawmill and wood production industry is about just shy of 3,000 mills in the U.S. 82, 81,000 employees, right? Um, not a huge business, but 3,000 mills in the U.S. Five of them have most of the market share. You follow me? You picking up it, what I'm putting down here, right? So five of them have all the market share in this. So if five have all the market share, let's look at the three that are public and report earnings, right? You know, so here's our top three. Uh, Weyerhaeuser, right, up 147% from last year, right? West Fraser, you know, stock up 279 from last year, and Interfer, right? 459%. Now, why am I bringing up how much their stock has risen? Because there's no significant increase in COVID-related expenses reported in those rises. You get what's going on here? They're getting those prices because they can. They're just asking for them, right? And they're getting them because they can. Who's going to stop them, right? So this is, in what appears to me, to look like just good old-fashioned gouging, right? So you know, a couple of takeaways. Here's what, here's what I'll take from this. You know, um, Prices will stabilize as competition ramps up, right? So we do have 3,000 mills, um, although those mills, most of them, you know, don't compete with our top big five, but they will start to, you know, and our retailers will start to call from lumber from mills that don't for that force them to compete, you know, that allow them to compete, you know, with price. So prices will come down. I don't know how long it's going to take. No one really knows. We might see a peak in lumber prices, you know, next month. You know, it could get to 2000 But to the degree that these other, these other sawmills get up and running will dictate how fast those prices start to come back down. We may see government intervention in the short term, right? And governments may step in and go, whoa, whoa, whoa. look what's going on. We do have a housing crisis, right? And exacerbating the housing crisis by making wood 
280% more expensive than it was last year for no reason at all doesn't seem to make sense to me. And I'm hoping it doesn't make sense to our government either, right? You know, so how do you offset the risk, you know, in slated projects and price adjustments in the meantime? You know, so I think the trick here is is ordering wood as soon as possible and getting your contract or your home improvement professional to really lock in by way of payment, you know, a price of lumber-related projects or, or projects that are lumber and wood intensive. You're doing an add a level and you want to take the roof off your house and you have to reframe upstairs. Well, that's a lot of wood, right? So you want to lock in that price. I'll also say where wood is being used um, in certain interior situations, you want to reframe a bathroom, you might want to use steel or aluminum, right? You might want to use other, other means of framing and aluminum or, or metal framing, as you will, all right, has been uh, uh, growing in popularity. This might speed that up, right? You know, so I think, I think here's the thing here, you know, just like a lot of the supply chains, you know, we, there's a shortage in cars, all right? And, and this is all relative to what happened last year in shutting the country down, you know, and we're just starting to see the downstream effects of that. It will come back, all right? Sawmills will start to compete and the gouging will come down. I'm hoping our government has a little intervention on that the same way we do with price gouging and gas prices, right? I'm hoping that happens soon, you know, but hey, stick with me. Come here. You want to find out what's going on? I'll let you know. All right. So hang in there. I think we got a little bit to kind of wade through here with the with the lumber prices, but get your prices fixed as soon as possible. And you might want to look for some alternatives. All right. For wood, if you really don't need a whole lot of wood to get your project done. All right. I'm Sean Thompson. Thanks for checking in on the Renovation Rundown.